Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. Let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited about this conversation today. I think you're really going to enjoy my guest. She has an interesting story, but she does some really cool stuff to help people boost their confidence so that they can truly chase their dreams. Mariana Santos was introduced to the Brazilian approach to dance, fitness, and a lifestyle when she moved to Brazil as a teenager. And this experience propelled her into a career in fitness as a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor for the past 19 years. She's the co-founder and CEO of Brazili Fitness, which aims to help fitness instructors advance their careers and transform more lives from the inside out through the magic of music, dance, fitness, and lifestyle. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I just love what you do. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Let's jump in. So how did you get into this? You just showed up in Brazil and then what happened? Yeah, my parents are Brazilian, but I was born and raised here in Ottawa, Canada. But my dad actually got a job in Sao Paulo, Brazil when I was about 14. So we, you know, had no choice. We had to move there. So that was my first introduction to Portuguese. That's when I had to learn Portuguese. I had to finish high school in Brazil and in Portuguese. So that was quite the challenge. And it was quite the culture shock, right? Mm -hmm. It's a very different approach to life and they take fitness a little bit more seriously, at least back in the day when I was there. And I was a very self-conscious, very shy teenager, right? So it really, being introduced to fitness and dance really helped to break me out of my shell. And I was also that kid in high school who hated gym class, right? So I was like mm. the last one chosen for teams. Like to this day, I'm not like a big like sports person. Like I'm more into dance and strength training and that kind of stuff. So it's like where I found a way for me to be active in a way that I enjoyed, right? So it's really what led me into my career in fitness. Wow. Okay. So you moved when you were 14. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, wow. What a transition. And you had to learn a new language. That is friends. Yeah, it was, I wasn't happy about the situation. Let's put it that way. But now yeah. when I look back, I realized that what had to happen and it really shaped me as a person. So when you're young, you don't realize those things. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I read somewhere and I don't know if this is accurate, but that we, if you try and learn a new language or you move after 11, after the age of 11, you won't, your accent won't change. But if you move before you're 11, like if you move from Chicago to the South before you're 11, you will gain that Southern accent. So I always find that really interesting in language because you can, people say they can tell when somebody moved to a different state or country based on whether or not their accent changed. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, I moved to Sao Paulo, right? So yeah. the way that they pronounce their R's, um, is very similar to R's in English, right? But then when I was 25, I moved back to Brazil by myself this time, and I ended up in Rio. And in Rio, the way that they pronounce their R's is more similar to our H. 
So yeah. I could never get the Rio accent. So most people in Rio, they would ask me like, are you from Sao Paulo? And I'm like, no, I'm from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's exactly that. And I try, like, I lived in Rio for six years and I still cannot get that accent. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, actors do it all the time. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so you moved over there, you found your passion, and then now you've turned that into a business. So tell me a little bit more about that. How did you move into that area? Yeah, like I said, I moved back to Brazil on my own when I was 25. So that helped me to get even deeper into the culture, into dance. I started taking a lot more dance classes, really fell in love with the music and actually met my husband, who is also a dance fitness instructor. I met him taking one of his classes, actually. And then about almost five years ago, I decided to come back to Canada because we wanted to start a family. So I brought him to come live in the cold <laughs> with me mm -hmm. here. And it's just always been this calling that I've felt in my heart to share this experience that I've had with the rest of the world. And it's not just about the fun and everything. It's just like the overall approach to living, right? Just living things more day by day, showing more gratitude, focusing on one step at a time. And that's really what I felt like is my mission. And so that's why Brazilian Fitness was born. And about a year ago, we decided to go all in and our first program that we launched is Brazilian dance, which is the one that's closest to our heart because of course we were united by dance. So it uses the hottest Brazilian music um, and dance moves. And it's all about boosting confidence through dance. So for us, it's more important uh, like that if confidence boosting effect that dance can give you when you don't focus yeah. just on calorie burning during a class. Yeah. And I love that you talked about how you can build confidence through dance. I think there are so many things that we do out there that allow us to maybe not be confident. Like we try new things and we're like, oh, I'm not good at that. So how do you actually build confidence through dance? Because I am not a dancer. So I'm like, oh, I'm not sure I would feel really confident dancing. So how does that actually work? Yes. One thing that you just touched on is really important. I think that nowadays, like technology has helped us a lot, has also helped us. It's caused us to really expect instant gratification for yeah. everything. So just use, like you just said, oh, I try, people try things once and they're like, I'm not good at that. And they give up. And that's literally the worst thing you can do for your well-being, for your mental state. You need to be able to prove to yourself that you can do hard things because we are all capable. But yeah. most of the time we just give up too soon. And with dance, as long as you're in an, a welcoming environment and a safe space to learn from your mistakes, it's the best way to boost confidence. But you also have to go into it understanding that you're not going to get all the moves down right away. And that's not even the goal, right? The goal yeah. is for you to just have fun, let loose, get in touch with your sensuality, reconnect with yourself from class to class. And it's not just about, oh my God, I'm going to take this class to be a professional dancer. That's the least important thing that you should be focusing on. And so just approach it in a way like I'm doing this for me and the confidence builds over time because then you start to get to know people in the class, yeah. that social connection is huge and you start to notice that everyone's there just working on themselves because I've been teaching for about 19 years like I always hear people like oh I don't know like people are just going to watch me in class and I guarantee you like they, no are one not. <laughs> they don't have time to look at anyone else right because they're so focused on watching the instructor and then watching themselves like they're there for them right so as long as you go into it with that mentality of this is my time 
and even if someone is watching like who cares there's always going to be one person or another who who's always looking to criticize but that's just life and you have to know how to deal with that yeah and i love that you talk about this in more of an individualized approach like you're not talking about it as a group so how do you connect with the individual people because i think that's unique Yes, I make a point of always talking before the class, after the class, we connect on social media. It's also something that like I mention a lot while I'm teaching, hey, this is your time. This, if someone doesn't get the move down, it's okay. Or when they find it again, I'm like, yeah, just pointing out their progress. Yeah. Sometimes you don't notice it and, and just paying attention to little things that they tell you. So like I had one one participant recently like she's had some plantar fasciitis so i make a point of always asking i'm like is it feeling better today like those little things like that really show that you're paying attention to them as an individual and not just the whole group yeah and i think that's unique because i've gone to many classes i don't even know the instructor they didn't say maybe they said hi but they didn't really do any type of assuring me that I'm on the right track or I should continue or anything like that. So I love that you really made that in more individual. I think that's so cool as far yeah. as what you're doing. And the way that our formula is set up, it's interesting because in my opinion, the best way, like I mentioned, to boost confidence is to do hard things, right? It means that our choreography is intentionally not as easy as some other uh, dance fitness classes, right? And that's because we want you to feel like you're progressing from class to class. The idea is not for you to get it all down the first time, right? So that means that some of our songs are, yes, a little bit easier to follow, and then there are some in in there that are purposely there to make you think and for those tracks specifically the instructor stops and previews hey let's work on this chorus together without the music and if anyone has any questions you can ask them now right and then do it with the music all that does is takes away that fear aspect right so like when the song starts you know what to expect right yeah. Even though our choreography is a little bit more complex, even though it's not it's nothing crazy, you're not doing headstands or backflips or anything like that. But we've had a lot of feedback from people who tell us that because we stop to preview and we explain, our class is a lot less intimidating than some other programs that don't say anything, don't give you any advance notice of what's coming. So I find that really interesting too. Yeah. And you said something really key there. You said that in order to boost confidence, you need to do hard, hard things. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, that's something I'm very passionate about. I think it's like the whole, the heart of what I'm doing, because I think going back to that instant gratification, we just want things at a snap of a finger and we forget that what makes life meaningful is when we overcome our challenges. Right. Yeah. And I think that in my case, if I hadn't started dancing in Brazil, I wouldn't have built up the confidence to start this company by myself. And most yeah. days I feel like I'm in over my head, but somehow I make it work. I'm taking it one step at a time and I'm growing and I'm learning. I'm connecting with people. I'm getting help. And that happens when you believe in yourself. The best way to believe in yourself is to prove to yourself that you can do hard things and keep promises to yourself. So if you say something simple, hey, I'm going to start drinking two liters of water every day and you do that's like you proving to your and that's let's say that was like really difficult for you in the past like as soon as you start doing it you're signaling to your brain that you can do things that you once thought were impossible mm -hmm. right? and that's the beauty of dance right because so many people say oh i can't dance i can't dance but just try just try and give it some time and go with the flow get comfortable with the 
and yeah, and things end up happening, right? And that transfers into all other areas of your life, which I think is incredible. Yeah. I also think that many of us have been really good at things. We get a job, we're really successful, we're being promoted, doing all these things. And then we decide we want to go a different route and maybe we start a business. And it is really difficult to go from <laughs> being an expert to a complete beginner. Oh yeah. So there's this art or science of really creating or cultivating a way where you are putting yourself in experiences that make you be a beginner again. So I love this idea of picking up dance or something else that allows you to build that muscle of what it's like to start overcoming those things when things are maybe not going to be as easy. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that one of the worst things we could do is to stay in our comfort zone. So mm -hmm. I think we need to learn to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Right? Yes. Yes. So that, that we need to do more things that challenge us. And like you were saying, like if you're really good at one thing, like a lot of times, like people start to feel like I have this great job, like I have a great salary, I have a great family, but they feel like something's missing. And that's when depression starts to happen. And they feel like I shouldn't be feeling depressed because I have all these awesome things, but they haven't focused on doing things that actually fulfill them. It tends to lead to a lot of mental health issues down the road. So it's just sometimes a matter of like you finding things that make your heart feel more alive, beat faster. And maybe it's something that you do alongside. It doesn't have to be like you replace your job, right? Yeah. But something extra that you can add that just makes you like feel more alive. I think that a lot of people forget that life is made for living, right? <laughs> like we need to, yeah. to feel alive and not just feel like we're waking up, going to bed and going through the motions every day. Yeah. And even if you're not a business owner or doing something completely different, if you're managing people, so mm -hmm. often I work with leaders who have pretty much forgotten what it was like to be a beginner or new to the job. And one of the things they always tell us to listen for is the just language. Like when a leader is saying to somebody, you just do this, mm -hmm. it's, they're saying, you should know how to do this. This is easy. And yeah. So I think it's a great way to also train people who are maybe sticking with their career to get out of their comfort zone, try something new, and also remember what it's like to be a beginner. Yes, exactly. And that empathy as a leader is mm -hmm. super important, right? Like you need to be able to meet people where they're at, right? Yes. And it's something that I've learned so much over the years as an instructor, but I'm not going to expect that the instructors who are starting with us now have all the experience I have. I need to, you know, meet them where they're at, help them with things yeah. that may be obvious for me, um, but that aren't obvious for them yet. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, they'll build up those skills over time. Yeah. So when somebody first starts with you, do you have a plan for them or a journey or do you just let it ebb and flow? How do, how do you strategically mastermind that behind the scenes? <laughs> right now, so we're just like getting started with our course. So we have an online course for the instructors. So you can take our course and become certified in Brazilian dance and then you can start teaching wherever you want and run your own business. So every month, once you are certified, because there is a process that you have mm -hmm. to submit a video of yourself teaching and everything like that. And once you are certified, then you get into our monthly membership where you get constant new choreography and music and education. And we're going to have monthly 
monthly or bi-weekly calls, I'm still going to see what people prefer just to give that extra support on yeah. things that they need. But I always just make, I make sure to send out emails. They like, Hey, if, because it's a pre-recorded course, I feel like sometimes that's, that connection is missing. So I try to stay in touch with people and make sure yeah. that they know that my door is always open. Like I have an instructor in training here in Ottawa and because we're in the same city, I'm like, Hey, come to my classes so you can get hands-on training with me. Yeah. Um, of course I can't do that for every instructor around the world, but my hope is that the instructors who join us now, they become the leaders in their areas. Yeah. And then as our starts to grow, then they'll have that leader to support them along the way. Oh, I love that. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, I just love this and I want to work with you, how would they find you and what might they expect? Yeah. So you can follow us social media. If you type in Brazili fitness, pretty much everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. So it's Brazil with a Y at the end. So Brazili fitness altogether. And also our website. So brazilifitness.com. And you can find out about our Brazili dance course that's online. And right now too, if you have, if any gym owners are out there, dance studio owners or managers, mm -hmm. we are looking for gyms that want to pilot our program. So we have a really awesome deal going on right now. So no licensing fees or anything like that. Our goal is really to get as many people trying our program as possible. So mm -hmm. there's a form, there's actually a calendar that you can book a time with me if you're interested in joining our pilot program. Oh, that's great. I just love this conversation. And I love the whole concept of gaining confidence through doing hard things. So I challenge our listeners, even if you're not into dance, try something that takes you out of your comfort zone, takes you from being the expert to the beginner, because that's truly how you will build your confidence and that muscle for being able to overcome obstacles. I completely agree. <laughs> awesome. It was great having you on the show. Thank you so much. And Remember bold goal crushers, you can crush your goals and everything that gets in the way without working double time. So take a break. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year. 